Welcome to the Divine Union Podcast, a place that will invite you to connect to life in all the ways, inner union with self, sacred union in relationship, and oneness with the cosmos. An invitation to expand your edges so you can live this life fully with all of your being. I'm your host, Nicola Navone. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to the Divine Union Podcast. I'm super jazzed because today we're going to be discussing how to have the relationship you desire. Now, this is great for those of you out there who are single and don't have the relationship you desire and want to call it in. And this is also great for those of you who are in relationship and the dynamics are less than ideal. And you want to figure out how to call in, how to shift the dynamics so that you can be more fulfilled. Now, why are we talking about this today? We're talking about this today because this is super important. Our relationships are our biggest source of fulfillment. Our relationships are also our biggest source of growth, our biggest mirrors. And so it's important that we have relationships that make us feel good. Relationships that help us grow, that help encourage us to thrive in life. Yeah, that helps create such stability when you have impactful relationships in your life that really support you to be your best self. Now, before we dive in as a precursor to the episode, yeah, how to have the relationship you desire. Well, what if you don't know what you desire? If you don't know, or you're not super clear with what you desire. You got to get clear. And so a way to get clear is what do I, what's important for me to have in a partner? What are some non-negotiables, really important things in relationship that fulfill me? So that could be something like, and you can, you can access that by thinking about your values. What, what's, what is important to you? So I value communication and I deeply desire a partner that can communicate at a deep level. Yeah. That can show up with their pain, with their grief and be able to express what they're feeling in the relationship. Or maybe communication is really important to you in the aspect of, or, and instead of, or working through conflict. Yeah. I need someone who's going to be able to communicate, who's going to own their shit, who's going to be able to ask me how I'm feeling who's skilled at the art of conversation, the art of communication. Or maybe it's important to you to have a partner that is funny. Maybe you love to laugh and having someone that makes you laugh is a must. Then you put funny on your list. I want you to think about your top three priorities in relationship. Or maybe it's, I want to feel my partner adores me. So maybe you want someone that cherishes you, that adores you. Okay. So get clear first on what is it that you desire? 
Because you need to know that in order to actually create the relationship you desire. Now, now, once we do that, yeah, how do we actually create the relationship that we desire? We must become a living embodiment of what we want to call in, of what we want to have. Because if you don't fully embody, fully embody what you want in your partner, you will not get it. Why is that? Because we also lead by example. We're also mirrors. And that if you're expecting your partner, for example, to have more humor, have more play, yet you're always so serious, how, how is that fair? And you can also teach them through your humor. That's why it's important to embody something because you have the potential to shift another person's energy to impact another person. Teacher leads teacher. We are all teachers in this world. And so if you don't embody what you want, you're not going to be able to get it in, in all the capacity. Yeah, sure. Maybe humor. Maybe you find someone who has humor and you don't and they enlighten you and, and make you laugh. Yeah. And that impacts your own energy and how you show up. But for all the things that you want to actually create in relationship, you really need to embody it if you want to have it. Or maybe you want your partner to mm, take more initiative at making plans. Yeah. But maybe you're not actually making a plan either. Yeah. I see many people, I hear many women who want to be stay in the femme. Yeah. So they're like, oh, but he's the, he's the masculine counterpart. He's supposed to be the one making the plan. He never initiates dates. Well, do you? Oh, I have a sexy date night for, planned for us. Yeah, where well, we're going to have a candlelit dinner at home. And then we're going to go out to a secret place. You're going to wear a blindfold. And then I'm going to take it off. And when I take it off, we're going to have some fun. Yeah? Your turn to plan date number two, baby. Yeah? You can also ask for what you want, but you also have to do the planning too and you have to know how to ask. When you ask in a little bit of a playful, funny way, yeah, it invites the other person to also show up with them when they're less on the defense. And I can't tell you how many times I hear people saying, oh, well, my partner's not doing X, Y, and Z. Yeah, and when we do a little bit of digging, like, are you actually embodying that? Usually it's not. They're not. What else? I also see in my work on the flip side, yeah, on the masculine side, it's men desiring to feel their woman's hunger for them, their woman's desire. They feel like they're the ones always initiating. And then when we do a little bit of digging, yeah, often what we find is, they're not expressing their desire. They're going from zero to 60 or, hey, babe, like, do you want to have sex now? Like asking the question. That's not expressing your desire. That's not expressing your hunger. You do that through slowness. You do that through a build, a slow build of those flames, baby, until your woman can't 
handle it, that she comes after you. And so if you want to feel your woman's desire, you need to also lead by example, baby. You need to express your desire. Show it slowly. You need to give a little bit of a tease, a little bit of a warm-up. I'm going to play with you with no goal in mind. And then I'm going to take a pause until you be begging for it. It. So you be begging for more. And then maybe I'd give you a little taste. Yeah? And this is super important. I'm doing a whole episode on this, right? Because... It's so important. We often don't think about that. Are we actually embodying what we want fully? All the aspects, dig into all the aspects of what you want in a partner. You want to hear your partner's admiration for you? Are you expressing your admiration for them? You want them to be vulnerable, yeah, and share more in intimacy? If Are you actually sharing vulnerably even about your pain? That That hurt. I felt insecure about this. This made me wonder if you love me. And I'm saying it out loud, even though I feel like a pathetic loser. Or, damn, when I initiated last week and you shut me down, that made me feel angry. Yeah. I wanted to punch a wall, but I didn't. Yeah, expressing that shit. Expressing your darkness. Yeah. And what I want instead is I want to play with my woman. Yeah, you can be a little feisty, a little funny. This is why I also love tuning into archetypal energies because it gives you more range in your expression. It gives you more grit, more crunch. Yeah, or more rico suave, whatever you want to channel in a given moment. And also humor and play because when you're not, when you're super serious, you're never going to be able to access different uh, energies. And so that's it. It's being able to fully, fully be what you want to call in. And that's how you're going to create the relationship you desire. And if you're already in a relationship and you shift your way of being to you, maybe you notice you do an inventory. Okay. These are the gripes that I have. Let me really embody exactly what I want, how I want them to shift. Let me play with my expression. Let me play with my communication. And then you see. Is it creating a shift in them? Yeah. It most likely will. It always has some impact because energy feeds energy. Can't guarantee it will make them change because that's life. Yeah, we can't control another person. But when you play with that and you fully embody that, yeah, that's inviting them to meet you there. And when you are more embodied in exactly what you want, that's also going to give you the agency. That's also going to give you the fuego, the knowing when you want to walk away. When you want to go get what you want. Maybe you need to get what you want another way, another route, another avenue. You'll have more clarity the more that you embody exactly what you want. Now, embodying exactly what you want, yeah, I'm going to, as we bring it to a close, I want to take it in a something that I've been thinking about a lot, is then you up, up, the, up the ante just a little bit. How do I embody what I want in all areas of my life? So I give you an example, yeah? 
my own life here. My business, my work, it's around working with the energies, masculine and feminine energies. And it's also large part is how to incorporate more playfulness into the relationship, more playfulness of your expression of your communication, bringing in more humor with that. And this is something I'm very skilled at doing. This is something I practice often in my relationships. Now, when I say embody this in all areas of life, yeah, you might be like, oh, well, how can I practice what I want? How can I embody what I want if I don't have a partner to practice it with? No, 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 baby. You want to embody that in all areas of your life? How do you play with your friends? How do you get your friend to respond to your text message when they've gone dark? How do you re-engage a friend after a disconnection, a moment of disconnection, a moment of tension? How do you get your landlord to fix something for you when they've been resistant about it? The world is your oyster. You can play with whoever you want to play with to practice your tools of fully embodying and becoming who you want to be. Keep honing who you want to be. Something also I've been simmering on. Yes, as I, in my life, my, my work around the humor, around the play in relating, checking in with myself. I check in with myself. Is this embodied fully in my life? Do I embody humor and play with how I converse with the universe and ask for what I want with how I manifest with how I speak to myself? In times of an ebb when I'm not in flow. How do I embody play with my career, with social media? Yeah? Instead of the heaviness, oh shit, that reel didn't land. Or okay, great, that reel did land, yeah? How is it like, okay, I'm going to play with it. I'm going to play with you all. I'm going to play with this medium. I'm going to see what feels good and see what's resonating with you all. Yeah, make a little game, be the mad scientist. I'd love to speak in that way. And so for me, playfulness, this is, I embody this, yeah, and I check in. I can have more work, more work to be done still. We are all works in progress always to embody even more play in my life, in my career, for sure. So check in with yourself. With these areas of what you want to embody, are you embodying it in all areas of life? Because then, that is the ultimate, that is the ultimate union, yeah? The ultimate union, when you can fully be, that is, what you desire. It's Tantra, baby, it's both. I desire it and I am, and I'm going to keep working at it to be even better. So there you have it. Today we covered how to have the relationship you desire. Whether you're single, whether you're in a relationship and you know it could be refined and be so much sexier, so much juicier, so much more fulfilling. So we first talked about as a precursor to tune into what is it you desire. And I gave you some questions for reflection to tune into that. Figure that out for yourself. And then we talked about being a living embodiment of it. 
And then taking that a step further, we talked about being a living embodiment of what you want to call into your life in all areas of life. Not just as it applies to romantic relationships, into friendships, into career, into how you communicate with your familia, into how you show up in the boardroom. Maybe you have some different personas and different energies. That's okay too. Yeah. But if it's certain things that you value, authenticity, communication, humor, play, there's no reason why that shouldn't go, th- that be a thread that goes through all areas of your life. That's an integrated being. That is a whole being, a conscious being, if you will, because that takes work. <laughs> it's the play episode, so I'm be a little playful. If you dug this episode, share it with a friend. Share it with a friend whom you feel would gain value from incorporating more play or having the relationship they desire. But if you think they dig it, share it, please. If you dug this episode and you haven't left the podcast a review, It would mean so, so much to us. Yeah, this is how we gain traction as a podcast. This is how we have a large impact in the world. And this is the mission, right? Bringing more joy, more fulfillment, more love to this world, more sexiness to this world. It would mean so, so much. Thank you, beautiful people, for tuning in to this week's episode of Divine Union. I look forward to seeing you next week. And until then, may all your unions be divine.